This is Tiffy Thompson for Two Brain Radio. 2020 has been a tough year, but Phil Kniep of CrossFit Lincoln had an incredible turnaround that earned him the Comeback of the Year Award. He'll tell his story right after Two Brain founder Chris Cooper introduces the special award. The Comeback of the Year Award is maybe my favorite award that we hand out every year. It really sticks with me because I had to have a huge comeback. After I opened a gym in 2005, I gradually coasted downhill until 2008 when I opened a second gym and almost went bankrupt. I had a great comeback story of my own that's been told hundreds of times. And it's no coincidence that the best mentors in the fitness industry have a comeback story just like mine. This story that you're about to hear was one of over a half a dozen incredible comebacks in 2020, the year of great comebacks. This story brought me to my knees. It made me choke up inside. And out of an incredible field of comeback stories, this was the tops. You're going to love it. Before we continue, I'd like to mention that this episode of Two Brain Radio is brought to you by Wattify. Wattify is an all-in-one solution for member management, appointment scheduling, and tracking. Wattify's insights tool includes the business health dashboard co-developed with Two Brain to provide average revenue per member, length of engagement, and more key metrics. Gym owners, to receive 20% off your first year of Wattify Core, visit wattify.com forward slash TwoBrain. Phil, wonderful to speak with you. Congrats on winning this award. Yeah, thank you. It means a lot. It's great to talk to you too. So walk me through what's happened in your gym and in your life since you started with TwoBrain. Like what, what, was the, what was the catalyst that prompted you to start working with TwoBrain? initially uh yeah so my wife and i we bought um our partner shares um and so moving forward we were just like looking for like a coach or mentor we actually had worked with um another group once before and we felt like we just really didn't connect with that that group and so we wanted to like since we just bought it we wanted to move forward like doing the right things and establish some of the, um, some of the, uh, the baseline and SOPs and things that we wanted to. And my wife had actually like been reading articles or getting emails from Chris Cooper and she really liked his approach and like kind of the simple, um, the keep it simple type of um, mindset I think that he has. And so she was a really big advocate for, uh, for two brain, which, um, is why we started. We just wanted to, like, since we were the new owners, we wanted to just get off on the right foot and right. have some direction because even though we'd been involved with our business for like nine years prior to that, um, we still felt like we had so much to learn and we weren't business owners when we started. I mean, I was a coach that just, um, enjoyed coaching. And so, like being thrown into the business side, there's just so much, so many things that you don't know. And we wanted just a little bit more direction on what we needed to do with kind of the fresh start that we were um, facing, I guess. So. So at one point you had two other partners in the business with you and. Yeah, actually um, we started the business in 2009 with five partners. Wow. And so, yeah. So um two of them, they had other jobs. They were um, on a fire department. And so they decided they wanted to like focus on that career a little bit more. So they just, 
um, they were happy just to like give their shares to uh, three others. And then we had a lady that had a background in like finance and business. And we asked her to be a partner. Um, it didn't cost anything at that point in time for us to like go buy in. So there were four at one point in time. And then of those four, um, about four years ago, three or four years ago, we found out that he had been um, taking some money from the business. And so um, he was just asked to leave. Yeah. <laughs> and so then, then there were three. After that, there were three. And then my wife and I bought out the shares of the last, uh, the last two partners. Okay. So what, when, when did you start with Tuberine in May of 2019 or? Yeah, I believe it was May 2019, um, like maybe the end of April, early May of 2019. Yeah, and, and what did your venture have you work on, like initially? What was the main focus? The first thing was writing our SOPs and right. procedures. We had some of those written out, but they just weren't really not that clear, um, and they just involved things like what, like can someone bring their pet to the gym or whatever? They were just like really weird SOPs. They weren't really like our procedures for coaching. They weren't our procedures for opening and closing. Um, And so if I remember right, that was like one of the first steps was like, let's get those SOPs just like figured out and get them all written out and write like a team playbook. So that that's where we started. That was the first step was just gathering, um, all of our stuff that we do and just write it out. Right. So, yeah. And then, then you had a pretty dramatic experience, I guess, when you fired your weed clients. Can you tell me about that? Yeah. 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 I mean, that was a tough situation. This is probably something that even with the previous partner we knew was coming. Um, we just had some um, clients who were not fitting the, vision of our gym and the culture of our gym. Uh, we had some situations where they were making other members feel uh, really uncomfortable. Um, there was a lot of like in our, in our gym at that time we had, we have four rooms. We have one really big room that like we have CrossFit classes going on. And then we have like three other rooms that are smaller. One of them is used for personal training. One is used for CrossFit kids. And then we have one that's just like an open gym uh, room. And so they were primarily like, they would go to open gym. They didn't really participate in our community. Um, and they really weren't making other people feel welcome. Like if someone come back there to work out, there was a lot of um, name calling and, and things like that. And so yeah. um, we pulled the trigger on like asking them to leave. But the main reason we pulled the trigger is because we just had like a little bit more support. I'm like, that was the right thing to do because we were, we were really scared to fire clients for, you know, fear of like, what is that going to do to the rest of the community? You know? And like, are we going to lose a ton of members? And if we do, how's that going to play out? And Lincoln, it really isn't a very big town, Lincoln, Nebraska. And so, um, you know, we see these people (laughs) sometimes like in other situations, you know, like, going to the store or whatever, you know? So, um, just the social ramifications of that in our, I think in our community as well, like outside the gym, we were a little worried about. And so we pulled the trigger because there were some things that were just like beyond what we could tolerate. And then we also had the support of our mentor at that point in time. And she told us that like, 
Um, it's going to suck <laughs> initially, but um, she had our back and she guaranteed that the other, there were other people in our gym who had our back and that we probably would lose members, but um, we would rebound really fast. And so um, having that support and in, in our mentor telling us that it was the right thing to do, because I think that's what we were questioning was like, is that right? Right. Is this right to ask people to leave? Like we feel, we didn't really feel great about doing that, but we knew that those people couldn't stay yeah. in our gym any longer. So, and then did you lose all of your membership afterwards or was <laughs> able to rebound? No, 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 no. Yeah. We didn't, I, we probably lost 20 members in the initial, like kind of firing. Mm-hmm. Um, we asked three people to leave. Um, there was a group of people that worked out with them that kind of like didn't know if they wanted to stay or not. And so, you know, we had some really crucial conversations with those people mm-hmm. and, you know, a lot of them like understood where we were coming from and they, they decided to move forward. So we did, we lost probably 20, maybe 30 members when it was like all said and done. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately it created a better culture in our gym. Right. Um, we had, I don't even know how many people who were thankful that we asked them to leave and um, were kind of victims of some of the kind of the verbal abuse and stuff that was going on there. So, yeah. So the, would you say the main thing that kept you going was the support of your mentor at that time? Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know if she was supposed to do this or not, but she sent us a personal video of like support. Um, and like we, my wife and I said, like told each other that like just the like initial pricing of two brain and like all the monthly, like that was totally worth it just to have that support and that love, uh, from her, um, made the commitment to do brain like worth it. And we still, uh, like we weren't learned so much and we've taken so much from two brain and we, but we still go back to that. I'm like, if we only had that, that right. was totally worth it. It was totally yeah. worth it. So, wow. um, so for sure that support from, from, from her was really important for keeping us rocking and rolling. I mean, there was, there was a lot of social media, like shaming and abuse for myself and my wife. And so that was really hard. And there were times where we wanted to, we're just like, we, why are we still, why are we doing this? Right. <laughs> like, it was just like walk away from this and, you know, and, and call it. And so, you know, having our mentor support was really huge, keeping us continuing to fight. Yeah. Chris Cooper here. Have you got a website designer, a marketer, landing page software, a calendar, a CRM, and a form builder, communication platform, and connecting software? You can get rid of all of it by switching to Gym Lead Machine. I use this platform along with 60% of the Two Brain Mentorship team. The average gym owner saves over 300 bucks a month with Gym Lead Machine, and they'll waive the $1,000 setup fee for Two Brain Radio listeners. Switching is easy, and you can go live in a week. Visit gymleadmachine.com to watch a demo and book a sales call. And then COVID hit in March Mm -hmm. and a lot of gyms suffered, but you were able to come out more profitable than ever. Why do you think that is? Yeah, it was, uh, it was crazy. March before we shut down. Well, March was our most profitable month that we've ever had in the gym. So we were like kind of getting the ball rolling again after like that firing. And so 
Like I know my staff was like, yeah, so here we are. We're like, we're doing it now. We were like getting to the place where we want to be. And, um, and then COVID hit and, um, our state didn't actually mandate us to close. Um, um, however, we decided as a team that the safest thing for our members and our, and our staff was to close down. And so, what we did was like trans we let people rent out some of our equipment and then we switched to zoom classes, um, for the short term. Um, when we did that, we were transferring a lot of people to online coaching. So just whatever they were paying with their current membership, we were offering that online coaching to them. And so that really helped retain members being able to, to rent out that equipment and also having that one-on-one contact with them. Um, we did check-ins with our members every single week. So our staff was assigned a certain number of people and they would check in to see how they were doing with their mental health, um, how they were doing with their workouts, if they needed anything. Um, so that helped retain members. And then we were still open for personal training. So, um, because it was more one-on-one and not that group uh, setting, a lot of our members who had not done personal training in the past decided, Hey, like that's one way that I can get into the gym. So yeah. and this working out on my own by myself isn't really working. And our PT, we were averaging, I think $3,000 a month or something, maybe less than that. And PT and it during COVID, it bumped up to about 9,000. Wow. Um, so we tripled our personal training revenue during that time, which that really helped because we did lose some memberships with COVID. Um, but, but with the increase in personal training that definitely like helped increase our revenue. We actually had better numbers than we had the year before during, uh, April and May. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty awesome. So, um, I know we were pretty excited about that. We were preparing for the worst. I know we were looking at the the SBA loan and, um, and things like that to keep us going. But we had a pretty good amount of savings already set aside for emergencies. And so we decided to forgo that. Um, and I know like our staff was really nervous. Like what if our revenue drops all the way down, what are we going to do? Um, but we never even tapped into that savings account. We actually added the savings account. We had a ton of profit during that time. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, attribute that to like our staff just being diligent with, you know, Hey, we're still doing PT. Hey, we're doing check-ins. Hey, you know, make sure you're jumping in on our zoom classes. They were really trying to keep, um, our members engaged and, um, still working out and active all the way through COVID. So that was definitely beneficial for us for sure. And you became a dad recently, correct? Yeah, July fifteenth. Wow, we had a wow. Uh, little baby boy. Yeah, nice. thank you. Yeah. So this awesome. has allowed you to spend more time with him as well. I'm yep. because the whole work from home stuff. Yeah, I mean, um, really, my goal with with Two Brain was to create more margin. I was working twelve to sixteen hour days most mm-hmm. of the time, and so um, really, like when this last year or more with two brain we're seeing that as a reality and then now my wife is going back to work on monday i'm going to be the the primary caretaker for our son while she's at work and so yeah yeah so we're pretty excited 
Um, I'm still like committing about four to five hours uh, a day uh, to the gym working, uh, but it really opens me up so that I can take care of him and spend, you know, more time with my family. So yeah, it's been, been pretty sweet and perfect timing. I mean, like, you know, like just, we didn't like plan like, okay, now Phil has more margin. We're going to have a kid. It just like ended up working out that way. And, um, my wife can go back to work and, um, we can take care of Judah and, um, we don't have to send him to daycare, especially with all the the COVID stuff that's going on right now. It really is like, worked out perfectly for us so that's awesome yeah what do you what do you think sets crossfit lincoln apart from other gyms in your area yeah i mean gosh that's uh i just think the commitment to our our members our clients is one um one thing that we did during covid was like our client check-ins and so um we're actually staying with that now like all of our coaches have uh, a group class that they're in charge of and they do check-ins and goal sessions with them. Um, and so I know that, um, in our community in Lincoln, there isn't another gym that is having that kind of, um, one-on-one contact with their, with their members. Right. Um, and so I think that really sets us apart. I mean, when someone comes in, we sit down with them, we structure and game plan with their goals. And then when they become a group member, if they become a group member or PT client, we're always following up with them on how they're doing with those goals and how we can continue to help them. Um, so it's just like consistent contact. Yeah. Um, that was something that we struggled with in the past was like, we would have people come in and join our gym and then, um, they wouldn't stay very long just because there wasn't, they just felt like they were lost in the system. And now we have that, that one-on-one contact and that relationship that builds from the very beginning, from the first time that they walk in the door. And I know that's, that's way different than any other gym in our, in our area. So. Wow. What would you say to gym owners who are where you were at your sort of lowest point? Um, Just continue to persevere. It's, uh, it's really easy to go into some dark spots. Like, Hey, I I don't really like you question um, your vision a little bit, question what your why. And, um, so I guess my advice would be like, write down that vision and write down that why so that you can go back to that each time you go (laughs) into that dark spot, because it's easy to get emotionally attached to some of the stuff that happens within your gym community. And then, um, get stuck on that and decide it's time to move forward. But like, if you can um, have a clear vision and a clear why, and it's strong enough, you can always go back to that. And it like keeps you motivated to um, continuing to pursue uh, that vision and, and stick with it. Mm-hmm. What are you most looking forward to when it comes to your business and your, your own future? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to, just like refining now we've uh, worked really hard to establish our procedures. We've made a lot of changes in the last 18 months to the way that we um, run things. We've increased prices. um, And so um, we're just really excited about refining all of that and just like putting it to practice and um, just making it better and better. So we feel really confident with where we're at and, and just like that growth moving forward and getting better at what we do is probably what I'm looking forward to the most. Mm-hmm. 
and having this time with your son the, yeah. the, the whole winter. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Yeah. And so that's another, yeah, that's another thing. I mean, we, with still owning the gym, I'll, I'm going to be going in and coaching classes. I'm not like, I don't, I'm not a primary coach anymore, but I, mm-hmm. I do fill in every once in a while and, yeah. uh, it'll be fun to take him with me and yeah. have, uh, have, have Judah hang out at the gym while, while I'm coaching and doing some work and stuff like that. So. Oh, that's so great. Well, yeah. thanks for joining us today and, and sharing yeah. the story. It's been Thank a you. Thanks for having me. It's been awesome. Thank you. That was Tiffy Thompson on Two Brain Radio. If you currently work with Two Brain, ask yourself, what would it take to win this award next year? Then take action. And if you don't work with us yet, be sure to join the Facebook group, Gym Owners United, where you'll find advice from Two Brain founder, Chris Cooper. Every day, he'll tell you how to improve your business for free. Thanks for listening to Two Brain Radio. Subscribe for new episodes every Monday and Thursday.